Hi folks, I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Did you know that studies have shown that you can get 15% more productivity from your employees if you have better daylight conditions in your building? Daylighting has been associated with improved mood, enhanced morale, less fatigue, reduced eye strain, and believe it or not, it was found that students in classrooms with the most window area or daylighting produced 7 to 18% higher scores on standardised tests than those with the least window area or daylight. Have you ever moved to an office and then competed to get the window suite? This is both for the higher level of light, the ability to refocus on distant objects, thereby reducing eye strain, and it may allow the office worker to be more creative because they take time to think. There are even studies which find that patients on the sunnier side of a cardiac intensive care ward showed lower mortality rates than those on the less sunny side. So, to sum it up, daylighting, whether it be natural or simulated by mood lighting, is good for your body, mind and soul especially through the darker winter months. This means you will be happier in your work environment and more productive. And that applies to both the employee and the boss. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Come and find out how to save more energy and cash at energyevangelist.co.uk. Bye. Hello, my friends. I'm John Mullen, the energy evangelist. Did you know that you can get sick if the lighting in your office is not right? Well-designed lighting improves the working environment by allowing people to more easily see and avoid potential health and safety hazards, and by ensuring that they can carry out tasks safely and efficiently. Whereas, Poor lighting, on the other hand, can be dangerous to your business by causing what is known as sick building syndrome. This can include eye strain, migraine, tiredness or poor concentration of people working in that environment. This means that your employees will not be able to work as efficiently as possible. So the cost of your workspace is being wasted. The recommended maintained illumination levels vary for different activities. So, in the notes, I've included some of those details. But also, the colour of light can help for different jobs. If you're in a workshop doing fine work, you may want a bluer, more clinical light. Then, you should look for a Kelvin rating of 6000K or 6000 Kelvin. If you want a warmer light, say for an office, look for 3000 Kelvin or 3000 K, whereas natural daylight has a rating of 5000 K. Come and find out more. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Come and find out how to save more energy and more cash at Energy Evangelist dot co dot uk thank you bye
Hello, my friends. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. This month, we're looking at lighting, and today we're talking about occupancy sensors. So this will also include a little bit about heating as well. So where do we start? Occupancy sensors can switch on or off the lights and heating in a room. They can take many forms and activate because of something like heat difference or CO2 levels or humidity differences or movement, or even when you scan a key card and enter a hotel room. But that is just the beginning. Complex systems can also be linked to reception booking systems. So when you walk up to reception and pick up your room key, the heating and lights can already be turned on automatically in your room. Or if you have a new system which is connected to the internet, the heating could be switched on as you walk out of the office and your house will be nice and toasty when you walk through the front door. But one thing you need to ensure is that the sensor is installed correctly and the field of vision or detection is not obstructed by furniture or something like a curtain. Otherwise, the device will not work correctly. These ideas are just the beginning for an automated office or household. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Come and find out how to save energy and save money at energyevangelist.co.uk. Bye. Hello, my friends. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Lighting is a really simple topic where you can make an immediate saving with very little hard work. Lighting is an essential part of our lives, and approximately 20% of all electricity in UK commercial and industrial buildings is used in lighting. However, almost three in four buildings have outdated lighting installations. Using efficient lighting products could save you up to 75% of the electricity consumed for lighting in the UK each year. So that means you could save 15% off your total electric bill if you switch over to LED lighting. The starting point is if you still have any old style filament light bulbs. Replace them with energy-efficient bulbs. But try not to use the compact fluorescent energy bulbs, or CFLs. And you'll recognize these because they are small loops of tube, just like a fluorescent light. Many of these take a few minutes to warm up before they give you the full brightness. Most people just get annoyed with the dullness, whereas LED lights provide instant light for approximately 20% of the running costs of an old style bulb and have a much longer lifespan for those bulbs. They also use approximately half of the energy of compact fluorescent lights. Also, if you have a fluorescent tube fitting or emergency exit signage, then in most cases you will need to have an electrician replace the complete fitting as the tubes are not a direct replacement. Replacing these fittings will reduce your running costs by approximately 
a lot of us are making the change, but are only partway through the changeover. My advice is just get on and finish the job. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Come and find out how to save more energy and more cash at energyevangelist.co.uk. Bye. Hi folks, I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. It's a new month and we're looking at savings on lighting. So, where do we start? Let's state the obvious. Natural light has no cost. Use it as much as possible throughout your business. Make sure your windows are clean and the windows are not blocked by furniture or heavy curtains or even stock items. During the brighter months, you actually have permission to turn off the lights. You'll probably have to remind your employees and colleagues. And if there's too much light or glare, this can create health issues such as eye strain or migraines, or just glaring reflections on computer screens. So try and find the balance for all the people in the room. This may also mean using sun blinds, vertical blinds, or even blackout blinds to reduce glare. But remember, blackout blinds can just be pulled down partially to reduce the amount of light entering the room. Do not let an employee pull the blind down completely to then turn on the lights. Natural sun is good for everyone's health, as long as you can control the glare. Another brilliant idea is the sun tube. They get natural light from your rooftop into dark corners of your building. Have a look on Google for the word sun tube if this sounds interesting. There are many different models, so if you think that this might be a good idea, we'll have to look into the best design for your situation. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Come and find out how to save more energy and more cash at energyevangelist.co.uk. Thank you. Bye.